And welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X. And uh, listeners, the coach scientist isn't able to be with us this week, so it's just myself. And, you know, we had to get had to keep it a three, due to three-man weave. So we got Mr. Smith here. You know, we got Teacher Bay here. So we're going to go ahead and let, you, let them introduce themselves real quick. Hi, listeners. It's Teacher Bay in the building. Respect, respect. And it's your favorite best, favorite pet, Mr. Smith, also known as a soundbite poppy. Uh, no, no soundbite this week. I'm nigga tired. All right. As yeah. long as you don't blow into the mic, we good. But here on the Truth and Transparency Podcast, we talk openly and honestly about everything in between why people can't get right in 2023, soon to be 2024, which is crazy to say. Um, but yeah, man, we just, we, we getting into it, man. I'm very grateful that we're able to have another episode. Thanks for running up the numbers for the previous episode. Um, I think I was just taking a look at, uh, Spotify for podcasters and we are roughly about 4,800 plays across all episodes, getting close to that 5,000 play, um, uh, achievement. So just continue to run up those numbers. We always take it donations, donations, gifts. Uh, it, it's not the same without the culture scientist. I feel sad now. I'm, I'm just going to move on. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into our mental health check. Uh, I'll start with myself this week. Uh, mentally, I'm in a uh, in, in a decent enough space. I'm getting very close to my next break, which is uh, Thanksgiving break. Uh, for those who do celebrate Thanksgiving, enjoy the time and family fellowship. We don't have to talk about what some other people say Thanksgiving is about because it's 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 lies. Um, as I put on my uh, kufi and my hotel chain, um, <laughs> but in all actuality, man, we just uh, just be grateful, enjoy time with family. Um, I know the holidays are start are are a very unique time for myself. I don't have to get into it today, but um, but yeah, man, just be grateful for fellowship with family and all those things, man, and um. Please, please, please do not knock anybody out over the mac and cheese. We we do not need to bail anybody out over the holiday break. Mr. Smith, how are you doing mentally? Ah, nigga tired. Just call it what it is. Nigga tired. Um, this week specifically has been long. It has been ridiculous. Um, I've been on several calls and several work things work items going across three different organizations it's yeah and teacher bay has actually came in on a couple of those calls where i think what yesterday i ain't finished till about six mm-hmm. and then yesterday today i finished at well the first call I finished at 4 30 this last one i didn't finish until 8 55 mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah yeah, yeah, it's just, just, it's just been that type of time, but just appreciative about life. You know, me and Teacher Bay have been doing our daily devotionals, so kind of expanding my my mental and religious belief, and just saying, you know, I'm thankful for another day, you know, on this earth. Um, again, of course, I'm my, I never, I didn't do my intros, but shout out to Kid of the Kata Culture Podcast. Definitely listen to the last episode. Appreciate the shout out for me and Teacher Bay getting engaged it was quite hilarious that you know he he mentioned he was like yeah by the time this is done the entire crew gonna be married I'm like yeah well yeah. i mean yeah we got yeah. we 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 gonna work on um a certain person we gonna no no we're not no 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 we're not I doing mean, this we're gonna yeah. step in the name of love 
we, we're gonna get a couple steps, Sules, and it's gonna work out. And this nigga still did it, even though I took you heard me, you heard me clearly say we're not gonna do this. So whoever you are, he is talking to, remember when you listen to this, I I said it. I said we're not doing this. This nigga wanna be an asshole. Just wanna put that out there. But um nah, overall to be supportive. Cap. I'm sorry, carry on. So when she molly whopped his ass, I am eating. I am sitting back you, with popcorn. You put a person in there. I said, I'm trying to be supportive. I didn't say who. I know yeah, a lot but, of short people. Do you? I, I, I'm an elementary PE teacher. All I deal with is short people. Right. But you also said a key word in there that I'm not going to repeat since you want to talk about technicals that you only use for certain people. I mean, it doesn't really matter. You're going to bleep all this out and put, we'll be right back. No, the fuck I'm not. <laughs> this is all staying in here. I told you. I'm tired. This is staying in here. One take. Um, but yeah, no, it's overall. A bit. It's a bit. Yeah, but overall, no. Uh, just on top of that, me and Teacher Bay just starting this wedding planning and. <laughs> Taggart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad right now. Um, so just trying to get the mental space to get through some things and hopefully this weekend I'll be able to get back to some things that I want to do for myself. I know this past like week and a half, I've been just pretty much running for the most, for the most part. So just trying to get back to being uh chill. What about you? You know, same old, same old. No, <laughs> um, I'm definitely ready uh, for the holidays looking for some good food, some fellowship with the family. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. There might be some new job opportunities for Teacher Bay. So hopefully Are you gonna next... be Teacher Bay no more? I didn't say all that, no. You gonna That's... be home improvement bay? <laughs> yes, man. HGTV oh Bay? <laughs> Listen, them AGTV checks. Them AGTV checks be hitting though. You're not wrong. Don't sleep on them now. They might. I mean, that's I mean, again, that's not true, but I'm just simply saying. He talking about you'll be HGTV, man. I'm like, listen, them checks. Hey. hey. <laughs> Look, them, them checks get us some wood more. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Baby, might we think something <laughs> over here? Well, we'll talk off here. We'll talk off here. <laughs> but no um, so hopefully everything goes well with that just kind of been busy working on a few things behind the scenes yep. um, but as far as the wedding planning it's okay it's just when people have all those questions and they're <laughs> looking for answers and I'm like slow <laughs> your roll we, we, we just begun <laughs> but yeah. oh, don't worry it gets so much more fun Ooh, yeah, people are gonna see a new side of a uh, feature mm. bay. They're gonna see a new side of Mr. Smith too. It's gonna be ugly. <laughs> but I will say what I'm gonna take the ugliest out on since I'm, I'm and and I'm gonna go ahead and preface this because I already know who you are, brother X. So listeners, when you hear this, just understand there ain't gonna be no episode for Thanksgiving week. Just putting that out there. How about I say you already know? How about <laughs> yeah. I say, how about I say, Mr. Smith, you ain't gotta lie. You yeah. <laughs> so Lord, I ain't doing Nada. Yeah. So, so we're gonna make numbers from a couple years ago. Oh wow. So we're gonna put all of our effort obviously in this episode, but just understand that um you you gonna hear the the beast come out of me when it comes to that space table when we get done at that that on Thanksgiving. Oh, that. yeah. You already know, especially you know my partner down there, so you already know she's gonna give me that look like, all right, nephew, 
Let's go. Like, yep, yep. I'll get a phone with... call saying Mr. Smith got disowned if he reneges. <laughs> when do I ever renege? I cut well, hey, in, in the immortal hey, words. We have had it, to renege in some books. Don't re- no, 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 no. It's only reneging if you get caught. <laughs> Fair enough. We have Lachi, Eddie Guerrero, our way. Rest in peace. Our way did some victories. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, in the immortal words of Queen C's mother, I can only play what's exactly. in my hand. So exactly. okay. that's why she took that up. But we're not going to talk about that. Ooh. Ooh. She gonna get yeah, yeah. Queen C. If you, I'm not in this. Keep me out of this. I didn't do and nothing. The beautiful thing about it is she can't do anything about it for two weeks. <laughs> oh God. Anyhow. <laughs> All right, man. Um. Well, speaking of fake things, um, before we go any further, me and Mr. Smith were doing our pre-show, and um, we just happened to be scrolling through um ball alerts uh Instagram page, and we came across something that was just. It's just a question of, like, why? Listen to what she has to say. That he loves nipple piercings, but I'm scared of needles. So I bought nipple piercing pasties from Fashion Nova. Why? 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 What do you mean? Where do I start? Oh, wait, wait a minute. I would love to get me We have some here. Get me a pair of... T.J. Bay, talking to the mic, would you like to say something to your fiancé? I would love to get me a pair of nipple pasties. I'm scared of needles too. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, that was just slap it on and slap it off. That was not where I was expecting this to go, but okay. Um, um, Mrs. Smith, just know the jokes are going to run. I'm going to bring a metal detector next time I come up there. <laughs> See what you did? See what hey, you did? She brought it up. Hey, you I did. was going to let it go. You did. <laughs> No, in all honesty, I mean, I have heard that some men like the, the that look. And so, I mean, why should we have to change up our bodies just for the guy to like it than for us to maybe hop into another relationship where they don't? And, you know, it is painful. I have a couple of friends that have nipple piercings. And when they get caught on the rag around their clothes, ooh, that thing come out, they don't get it repaired. Let's just say that's painful. But uh, yeah, I didn't know Fashion Nova is into all of that. Right. It's not that serious. Now, for those that have had like, you know, breast cancer and then they had to get, you know, prosthetic and all those mm-hmm. type of things. I understand you want to build up your self-confidence and stuff, but we we have kind of gone too far with, with these. I, I think what I, well, I think I think what stands out to me is the fact that it's Fashion Nova that is that she is promoting that is doing this. Like I would understand if it was just like a you know a, a mom and pop shop company just out of nowhere, but Fashion Nova is promoting this. I think well, not they're not promoting it, but the person that is tagging them is promoting it. And I mean, I guess, and this this I'm not gonna be long on this. I think what what throws me off is the fact that. Me, Teacher Bay, and Brother X came from a generation where it was like, make sure you are covered. Make sure that, you know, you have leggings on, put a tunic over it. Your butt shouldn't be showing and all this. We have gone from that to, nigga, you can put a pasty nipple piercing on your titty and you can wear it with no bra and you should be just fine. Like, I don't know how, when that transition happened. And again, I'm going to make sure I'm very clear. I am all about body positivity. I will not tell anybody or shame them on anything that they do 
unless they are in a church. That's the only time where I'm like, all right, now this 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 a bit much. And Teacher Bay has already seen me do that about somebody else. But I just, I guess I'm just kind of like, wow. I guess there's something for everybody. I, I just didn't expect Fashion Nova to have that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, more power to him, I guess. Um, do what you gotta do, all the things. Um, but yeah, so from one thing to another, um, before listeners, before we hop on this podcast, um, me and Mr. Smith in our pre-show, we discussed a video, and um, me and um, Teacher Bay, we we must have a very lively discussion about said video uh, for you guys, real quick. Um, Mr. Smith, play the clip. Juice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you? Are we really doing this yeah, right yeah. now? If you add anything no. to water, it is no longer no. water. No. So listen, I'm just saying you go to somebody's house and you're like, I'm thirsty. I would like some juice. And then they come back to you and they give you juice options and they go, oh, no. When I asked for juice, I was hoping you had like lemonade or something. No. Yeah. If they gave me lemonade, if I wanted juice, I'd be like, thank you. Wait, are you calling Minute Maid? Uh, Yes. Can you tell me, is lemonade a juice? Minute Maid is a juice. Yes. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, so according to uh, the... And you're going to tell a company that they're wrong? And you're going to tell a company that they're wrong. Probably made more money off of of Lemonade than any other other place on the planet, so... I rest my case, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. So, listeners, if you can't tell, Lemonade is juice. I rest my case. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Did you You have thoughts? I do have thoughts. Lemonade is not juice. Now there is lemon juice that you squeeze straight from the lemon, okay, to get that juice. Lemonade is lemonade. Once you add in all the sugar and all the other stuff in that, that is not juice. Minute Maid, yes, we'll say that, but she didn't sound that credible if you ask me on that little phone call. But all of their things do say juice on it, but it's also not 100% juice. It's a juice cocktail, hence the difference between cranberry juice and cranberry cocktail. One is at, like strictly cranberry juice. The other has added things into it. Hence, lemonade. Let's go back to your last word. You said juice cocktail. So that means that there is juice in it. Therefore, it is juice by the transitive yeah, property. It's not juice. I'll give it a juice cocktail category, so, but it is not a hundred percent juice that no so let me ask you this in all this extra stuff that's not juice so let me ask you this so if you have an empty pitcher mm-hmm. and you squeeze some lemons you get lemon juice right mm-hmm. and you add it to another liquid so it's still juice just a diluted juice to make it lemonade correct add it to another liquid a liquid such as what because depending on the right. liquid that you add it to, it could what be. What are you making lemonade else. with? Are you being alcoholic with your lemonade? I might. Are you I missing might be a good lemon drop with a, lemon some juice? lemon martini? You don't care. So it depends on the liquid. The liquid. The definition of juice is the liquid obtained from or presented in fruit or vegetables. Is that not in lemonade? What, what, what dictionary is that? What's the dictionary? How about I say I did a quick Google search from Oxford languages. Oxford. You gonna what argue Oxford? with Oxford? I mean, let let me look at it. Uh, we right, we, we okay. gonna take when we gonna come back to this because I gotta do my my research. <laughs> Listeners, in about two weeks, we'll come back with further discussion on whether or not lemonade <laughs> is used 
And then we're going to tackle the uh, the very hard-hitting question of, is a hot dog a sandwich? That is a no. How? How is oh, a my. sandwich? It, I mean, I mean, it. I see where you're going with it, but by the definition, it is a meat between bread. I'm not even good. So many things were wrong with that statement. I said bread. I'm sorry. I'm about to say, teacher Bay, if literally look at it this way. A sandwich, you have a grain, you have a protein, and then you have different toppings of vegetables and sometimes fruit. That is a sandwich. Uh, see, that's not. And then we, you do the same thing with a hot dog. Relics, mm -hmm. chili. You, you see people trying to take the language and make it how they want it to, to fit in. I don't know about your education. Uh-uh, no. Hot um, dog has its own lane. How about okay, a sandwich. How? How? It, it's, it's not a sandwich. I'm going to come, you know what? Add that to the list when we come, come back. This might have to be an actual topic. Um, but yes, yeah, although lemonade is a juice. All right, Mr. Smith, go ahead with your sports center. Um, this week, I'm going to be honest. Within this, we're just going to stick to the normals. Number one, Las Vegas Aces when they won the championship. I didn't talk about this before, but, um, uh, so yeah, uh, Asia Wilson pulled, had Usher pull up on her and was like, yeah, you want to call me out, sweetie? Let me feed you chocolate covered strawberries. And Asia was like, ah, what did I get myself into? I am shook up. Now, listeners, I wish you could see Teacher Bay's face right now. Because her face is like, I know. I know this WNBA player don't got my side nigga all up in her face. He know what it is. He know who he's supposed to come home to. So, yeah. Um, the way her face was looking... It looked like it was about to be a remake of Love and Basketball. Y'all playing for Usher's Heart. That shit going to premiere on Tubi. <laughs> nah, nah. It ain't going to be that. What it's going to be is, um, what the hell is going on between these sheets and mom? <laughs> 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 so just putting that out there. Um, All right, moving on to the NFL and... I'm only going to just talk about my Ravens. I'm disappointed that y'all lost to the Browns, but I'm not upset. I'm disappointed because the offense did their job. Like, they've actually been consistent this year, putting up uh, an average, i say, about 30 points a game. And we were up, like, last, I think, before the fourth quarter, we were up, like, 19 to 7 or something, something crazy. and then I don't know what happened, but the Cleveland Browns defensive line just made our offensive line look like junior varsity. Like, I mean, they bull rushed. Miles Garrett couldn't be stopped. And I had to have a conversation with me and uh, Red Wolf, in which Red Wolf and me agreed that all the sports catchers were going to be like, oh, it's Lamar Jackson's fault. Lamar Jackson this, Lamar Jackson that. He's the reason why they lost. I'm like, not really. Yes. Did he have a fumble? He did. 
Granted, the fumble technically isn't his fault. The fumble is Ronnie Stanley's fault because Ronnie Stanley then began his ass whooped the entire game, and homeboy came behind Lamar Jackson as he's about to throw and swiped the hell of that ball. The interception that he threw, again, not his fault. It got tipped literally at the line of scrimmage, and unlike and unfortunately did one of them sky shoot-ups where it shot straight up into the air and came down, and Cleveland Browns picked it up for a pick six. But outside of that, there were throws that I looked at Lamar Jackson. I was like, oh, you've been practicing. Like, a couple years ago, you couldn't make that throw. But there was one that he threw to Keaton Mitchell in the end zone where, I ain't going to lie, if Keaton catches that, that's Center top 10. For you to hit that window where literally it went past the, the defensive player's helmet and dropped right in Keaton Mitchell's breadbasket, and the only reason that it didn't get caught is because Keaton misread it and it went and hit his jersey, hit the ground. Listen, I don't know anybody who thinks they're a quarterback out there, but I implore you to try to make that throw and tell me if you succeed in 10 tries. Because, listen, there, there ain't too many quarterbacks that can make that throw. Um, so, yeah, we lost by a field goal, by two points, actually. Um, but we're going to look at it and say, all right, let's just go ahead and move on. We go. We got the Bengals as of the time of this recording, or as of the time that you guys hear this, the Ravens will have already played the Bengals. So I'm hoping I'm going to say we win. Let's go 33-24. Hmm. But, that also, but that all depends on one thing. Does Jamar Chase play? Because T. Higgins is already out. If Jamar Chase plays, then Jamar Chase can have a career game because I feel like Marlon Humphrey's already going to be out. He's our best corner. So, and I don't really see too many people stopping Jamar Chase outside of maybe your boy Kyle, who's also, but Kyle's going to be a safety. And then, yeah, I don't know anybody else. So we'll see. Um, outside of that, for the NFL, it's just been. Blowouts, beat-ups, and I ain't going to lie, the AFC North is the toughest division. Debate your mama. I won't take any other discussion because, like, I, before this past before this past weekend, literally every team could make the playoffs right now if the, if the season ended. That's rare. So just debate your mammy. Um, finishing off with the NBA, and <sighs> so – I don't even know how I want to intro this. I, I think – so if you don't know, in the NBA, they have an in-season tournament that's going on as as of the time of this recording. Well, insert the Atlanta Hawks, who about a, about a week ago, almost a week ago, decided to put out a promotion that is – yeah, just listen. Only Hawks fans know where the real action is. Only Hawks fans know what they really want to see. And only Hawks fans know just where to get it. The all-new NBA in-season tournament. Join in and wake up your wild side. Hot five-on-five action. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. Um, only in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> only in Atlanta. I, matter of fact, before I say what I want to say, Teacher Bay, your face says you have so many thoughts. Go ahead. Just taking it back. Like, that doesn't make me want to run out to the Atlanta Hawks game. I mean, or whatever. I, I'm just so confused. And oh. then the mascot is in there. I, 
I'm I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Why? I listen. You're saying the same thing I'm saying. I'm like I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to bring more, I guess, ticket holders and and watchers and viewers for the games or whatever. But um, OnlyFans. Duh. Well, okay. spin on words. Only Hawk fans, but. Yeah, that's a bit cringe. But like Brother X said, only in Atlanta. Like, literally, the only thing that's missing is a sign of Magic City or Blue Flame or Tootsies or Onyx, some lemon pepper wet, some lemon pepper wet, and a picture of the skyline. That's the only three things that's missing. That's it. So I have a random question. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has nothing to do with this. Oh boy. My question is, why have the Atlanta Hawks never had a Wings jersey? Does shit be lemon pepper wet? <laughs> hey man, don't 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 you, you might you might have a brilliant idea. You better you better uh, market. I'm that. saying with every purchase of the Wings limited edition jersey, you get an order of lemon pepper wet hot wings. They do have a wings jersey. What wing jersey? The little hawk that's on it with the wings. That is not. It's not. The emblem is. We're going to move on. We'll be right back. Yeah. Anywho, I see what you did there, but corny as hell. Um. Lastly, shout out to Brother X's Warriors. Um, No, 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 no. no. We don't. We ain't got to shout them out. We just. (laughs) Oh, I am. (laughs) <laughs> Grandma, I don't know if you and LeBron are having a fight. Y'all having some marital uh, discomfort, bro? What is you doing, Mister? Take it away. Yeah. So you know, I, I they went up against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I don't even know. I, I'm gonna be honest, listeners. I didn't watch the game. Like I said, I've been busy with other stuff. But this clip just comes out where they're running up the floor and. Uh, Clay Thompson, I forgot who he got tangled up with. Jaden McDaniel. Thank you. So he gets tangled up with Jaden McDaniel, and they're trying to, like, separate, and Clay's like, yeah, get off me, whatever. And, you know, normally, uh, okay, fun fact, listeners, NBA athletes cannot fight. Now, now. Years of them fighting, no. Yeah, now, if you were to tell me, like, back in the 2000s, like the like the early 2000s yes you're talking about Katino Mobley and Udonis Haslam um uh Harry Kittles Carrick, oh. I, I, nope 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 we're not doing that because I already know what teacher Bay gonna do nope 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 he pieced nope, him up nope, he did he went back and nope. back like Kobe did in the 2000s okay I, I think we can I, I think we can we can excuse that um <laughs> but you know like between that or or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar elbowing somebody in the daggone throat. Like, those times people could fight. You go up against Ben Wallace, be ready to get haymakers left and right. But everybody just wants to get in each other's face, get in each other's faces, you know, do all this arguing, whatever, and then it gets separated. Well, I don't know what happened, but somehow Draymond Green came from, like, the foul line of the opposite opposite side he didn't go for anybody else but Rudy Gobert. And listeners, Rudy Gobert is like 6'10, 6'11, 7 feet. He big. When I tell you, Draymond headlocked this nigga. And I mean, like, Rudy, Rudy had his arms up, like, what's going on? What I do? What I do? What's going on? 
Draymond had a you know what? I'm sorry. I have to I I, I wish I could give credit. I forgot who the person put, but um he reminded me that headlock reminded me of Baby Boy where he said, John, little John. <laughs> I've been wanting to crack you a little next since I was here. Yeah, because I can smell you a straight bitch. But because I respect your mama, I won't do it. That that's what that headlock gave me. It was just like, mama, that's right, that's right. Call for your mama. <laughs> like, uh, yo. <laughs> real quick. So basically it started the first few minutes of the game, no one had scored, and literally Jamie Downs was holding on to like either Jamie Downs or Clay Thompson were holding on to the jersey. So According to the Warriors, and mind you, this is not me biased. This is me just saying what it is because I've already expressed I'm tired of uh, Draymond's antics for a long time ago. So basically, in the midst of the it escalating, Clay Thompson's jersey gets ripped by being pulled by Jamie Daniels. Rudy O'Barris is claimed, or people have claimed him as being the peacemaker, trying to grab Clay Thompson, where it appears in some uh, screenshots where he's partially has his arm around Clay Thompson's neck, which caused uh, Draymond Green to come in and yoke up Rudy Gobert. Now, mind you, Draymond Green don't need much. I think someone used the perfect example of Draymond Green is the type of person in high school, who used to always just be around fights, but for some reason said that they never were involved and they never did anything. Like, Draymond, we just went through this last year. You can't do all this no more. And um, I don't know if you were going to mention this, Mr. Smith, but I think it just came out. He has been suspended for five games. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised. I thought they would have gave him more. Right, because See, of all this previous the actions, there already is a no win situation because there's already people like where they overcorrect for Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. So if they go too hard, then it's like, are you really putting a headlock on the same level as other stuff? Like in my mind, I'm like, at the minimum, it would have been two just for like how Isaiah Stewart went bump crazy mm -hmm. last year. Yep. At Max, you're looking at maybe shout out to I forget who I was listening to, um, but Max maybe the amount that Ron Artest got when he cold cocked um, James Harden in the head with the elbow. I was about to say I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, Ron Artest, wait, you talking Pacers? No, you talking? Yeah, I know. I'm talking, talking about Lakers. Yeah, Lakers, you right. Ron Artest, where oh, he God. wound up, bow. Yeah, he, uh, he, not he, the Mohawk <laughs> off of James Harden. <laughs> That that man put it. That man put a dent in the side of his head. Dog. Hey, he might be need to check for CTE. Mm -hmm. But all the same, man. Yeah, it's. I'm tired of it, man. And here's the craziest stat of the whole thing: out of the eleven, I think he's at eleven or twelve games that Draymond Green has been ejected from, which is I'm surprised it's not more. Um, he, I, I think like eight out of eleven of them are all games that stepped in and played. So people have been running with this narrative that he he gets himself out ejected out of games that steps not in. Mm. Now, whether it's true or not, who knows? I mean... I, I found this shit funny because I'm like, dog, there are easier ways for you to not play if your boy's not playing. True, but if you're telling me 8 out of 11 games, he's been in the league since what? 2011? 2012? He, he like year 13, I think. Yeah, year 13. If you're telling me in 13 years, 
82 games a season. This nigga only missed eight or got ejected eight out of 11, and eight out of 11 were because Curry wasn't playing. Uh, it's a stretch because even even if you take into account load management and go 50 games a piece, that's 50 games times 13 years. 50 games times 10 years is 500 games. If you're telling me eight out of 500, yeah, people, you're bored. Go touch grass. I was about to say, when they said I was like, now nah, it'd be hilarious if that's true, but all the same, the Warriors lost. Um, we'll see how it goes. Maybe they'll bounce back. How are your Lakers doing? Uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. These last week or two, I ain't watched not near a basketball game, which is weird for me to say that. But outside of, I think I barely had enough time to watch Ravens game this Sunday. This hmm. past Sunday, I should say. And the only reason that I'm able to watch it uh, at, well, at the time, at, as the time that people are listening to this, the game will already be over. It's because it's on Thursday. Because Sunday, me and Teacher Bay got something to do during the NFL sleep. So it's like, yeah, I, adulting is weird. But um, yeah, we're going to leave it at there. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or want to learn more about the football world, hit up my boy Red Wolf, Red Wolf on his YouTube and his Instagram. Definitely pay attention to his Lamar Jackson videos. Them shits are factual. And I'm telling you, he ain't biased. He's calling it like he see it. Listen to him. Also, Emmanuel Acho, I'm coming for that ass, nigga. Anywho, that is all. Off the Sports Center. All right. Let me know the music. All right, man. Speaking of music, um, so Dreamville tickets dropped. You know, me and Coach Sciences, of course, have copped our tickets. Just hey, it is what it is. We don't care about the lineup. Is Jermaine gonna be there? Then I'm gonna be there. Lots and everything. So this uh gentleman, Jermaine Cole, decided that wasn't just enough to kill people's pockets because Cass is paying like a thousand dollars for tickets for certain levels. They had the audacity. Well, I'm sorry, not he. They, as in Drake and J. Cole, had the audacity to come out the next week promoting that they're having a tour for like from about January to I think about March called It's All a Blur Tour, a.k.a. Big as the What from their hit song uh, First Person Shooter. Um, Listeners, I don't know if you know, but Concert tickets are expensive, like car note expensive. You go into certain spots. And then on top, you put two of the best rappers from me, Mr. Smith, and Teachers Bay's generation. Um, Yeah. They just, just don't want us to be financially well. They don't want us to feed our families during, before Thanksgiving. They don't want us to get gifts for the children. Yeah, no, no, it's just, yeah. And what? We dropped the tour. What you going to do about it? You still going to buy them tickets. I'm not going to buy the tickets, but I I, I can't do it. I, I'm not financially responsible enough to be able to do that and be able to feed myself in the culture sciences. But uh, Mr. Smith, Teacher Bay, do you have any initial thoughts? We we don't got no money over here. I'm about to say, y'all got money. Who? Who? Who got money? And Beyonce taking from our pockets. And- well, we, no, 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 no. We just did us. Hey, I'm- 
I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about everything. Oh, okay. I'm about to say it. Beyonce was black. <clears throat> so now everybody's like, well, hey, Beyonce doing it. Let's let's make some money too. So I mean, I don't blame them, but like you said, like, dang, you got the dream, you got this. We, we can't keep up when the, the tickets used to be like, you know, a hundred or whatever. And then you kind of made drop three hundred to get you some good seats in the front row. Now it's like thousand is barely even getting you on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I don't know. Yeah, uh, for me, um, yeah, like I, I said, what I said, nigga, y'all got money because them no, tickets, them tickets. We look, listeners, you can't see this right now. I am eating ramen bowl noodles, aka cup of noodles, right now in my hand. Yeah, and I had a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, so okay. so yeah, the, the, <laughs> money, money, where <laughs> we ain't got that. We don't know what that is. Them things, them things do not apply to us. Um, but shout out to me and 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 uh, brother X's uh, homegirl uh, princess who perfectly encapsulated. How folks felt when uh, the tour was announced. If you are not Jermaine Cole from Fayetteville, North Carolina, please keep it moving. I know you're going to be in Cary. You live in Cary. You know what I'm saying? We'll be seeing you at the Dane's Chicken in a while. But this is for you, Jermaine. How do you drop your pre-sale tickets for Dreamville? Then flip around and say this. Then flip around and say this. Jermaine, I just paid $1,000 for JV VIP tickets. Damn! Yeah. Um, I feel the pain. I felt the heat off that. And I completely understand because as somebody who's thinking, oh, Dreamville is coming up. I hear about it. I'm going to go. Cool. I, like like brother X said, I don't care about the lineup. Jermaine gonna be there. I'm paying the tickets. And then as soon as you hit the purchase button, you immediately see, oh, breaking news. Drake and Jermaine are gonna go on. It's all blur tour. Wait, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, what? Huh? 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 Wait, what? You, you, wait, huh? hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Pause. Right? What did, what did that commercial say? Challenge flag. Let's review this. Um, now me personally. I like Drake. I like him for the music that he has produced in the past. Uh-huh. Should I say that clear? Yes. The last three albums, which was, I believe, honestly, never mind, um, Her Loss, and then For All the Dogs. Mid for all of them. Especially, honestly, never mind. Granted, now I'm gonna make sure I'm clear. Honestly, Nevermind was not an album for me. I am not, I, I like house music, but I don't need to hear a full album of that. In the same breath, I'm gonna make sure I say this clear, okay? <clears throat> Beyonce's album is great. It's just not for me, okay? So Beehive fans, do not come for me. I'm just simply saying, she had a great album. Is that... Don't you start. Don't oh, you start. oh, oh, Miss Smith, Miss Smith, get behind me, get behind me. <laughs> Say something reckless right now. Um, but yeah, uh, Miss so- Smith, just get behind me. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna say what you what you really want to say. Oh Lord, <laughs> it's not that good. I'm 
what the fuck is you what talking about? What the fuck about, was man? that? I'm sorry, man. Was, yeah, I wasn't man. thinking about you it. Man, I, did it. I, was, yeah, I should have said Mike Bird King. Oh. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm about to say, Beehive, go for him. Go for him. I was. <laughs> There's a lot of things I will take on. I was no smoke with the Beehive. Listen, I'm I say, very clear. Mrs. Smith, you and I are on the same page. We we both feel the same way. I respect Beyonce. I'm not part of the hive. If you catch me listen to a song, the only song I listen to consistently from Beyonce is Before I Let Go, her remix. Mm. That's me being honest. Uh, I, I'll listen, but I've I'll also get, been at a lot of black functions. Yeah, like I said, I'll listen to Cuff It and I'll listen to America as a problem. Like, I, I can rock with that. It's just, like I said, the full album wasn't for me. But, you know, I respect it. to a lot of Beyonce. A lot, but I'm talking about the most recent album. I agree, Renaissance is not my favorite. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it still hits. Oh, you know, I'm not saying Um, it it, it hits way better than Drake. I'm going to give you commentary right now. The way Teacher Bay just looked at Mr. Smith was like, nigga, we (laughs) like Renaissance. We are a team. You like it because I like it. So nod your head and agree with me, bitch ass nigga. That's her exact way that she looked on her face. (laughs) Anywho. But no, getting getting back to the point, Drake for this tour. I'm I would like if I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't mind going to this type of tour if I hear Drake for, of course, best best piece of art that he's had so far gone. Not even close. Debate your mama. It's not even a possible. The only thing that's close to so far gone is nothing was the same, and even then. I still would give so far gone the, 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 the end. I don't know. Take care. See, the thing about, about take, say, you, you, I, we can run out of list. Yeah, but see, the thing about take care is you got some. I, sometimes take care, you got to look at that sometimes like a Tepepa butterfly. You got to be in the mood for that time because it is like down. Like he, he goes in. Don't get me wrong. Take care is a fire album. But I'm just saying, some of them songs like that nigga was going through it. The same exact way, Kendrick, Kendrick, To Pillar Butterfly is a fire album, but you got to play that thing in doses because, nigga, <laughs> um, how much does a dollar cost? Ooh, that, that nigga was going through it. So same exact way we talk about We Belong Together, which we will not talk about in this podcast. But um, overall, you know, I, I, would like, I would like to see that type of tour, but... I agree with Princess, bro. Like, this kind of jacked up that you did this directly after you released Drake. Drake. tickets. I blame Drake. Drake can't do nothing wrong in my eyes. And matter of fact, last but not least, didn't we say Drake to sit the fuck down? Sir, you said you had stomach issues. You needed to get your health together. What are you going on tour? Because he needs some coin. What coin? Them house bills. No, he don't need no more money. Uh, He has those health bills. He got to take care of, you know. Yes. He needs his coin. And in their defense, not everybody's going to Dreamville. So those that didn't well, catch it just, are not going. Now they got a chance. They're just stupid, but that's beside the point. You should all so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end this this we're gonna because we gotta move on to the next subject. Yeah. I'm gonna end this conversation with this. You're saying he needs his coin, right? I mean, but this is the same nigga that be going to strip clubs and making it rain millions of dollars on strippers. What coin does he need? Last time I checked, there was this thing called priorities. 
This is also the same. Uh, this is also the same Aubrey who made a whole diamond necklace from the diamonds from engagement rings for all the women he was going to propose to. Hmm. Me, I'm not wrong, but he do have a child. Let's bring the children into this because I don't know how to get out of this one. <laughs> I'm about to say the only money he needs for that child is a like five dollars go to the dollar store get a brush with that hair. Come on, we're not doing it. We're not. We're not. We're not killing. We're not. We're not this roasting the child. The clip that was in his head. Oh my god! <laughs> move on. We are not roasting this child. Go move. We're moving on. All right. Uh, speaking of things that are just out of pocket and just dumb, um, two people apparently were arrested for setting off fireworks that allegedly caused a massive fire at an apartment complex in Atlanta. Let's give you a little bit more. Let's go to the news report, Mr. Smith. New tonight, a couple arrested after a massive apartment fire and it's believed fireworks may be to blame. This is a live look right now at the reserve at La Vista Walk Apartments on La Vista Road. Firefighters still on the scene more than 24 hours after this fire broke out Friday night. Atlanta Fire and Rescue saying 17 people were treated on scene for a number of minor injuries, but you can see firefighters out there still putting out those hot spots at this hour. Atlanta police did arrest two people on scene, charging both with criminal damage to property and reckless conduct. Tonight, 28 people forced out of their apartments, and right now, residents just trying to figure out what's next after some of them lost everything. Dog, first and foremost, before we go any further, whoever that couple is, I hope you have moved out of Atlanta because I promise you, if I live in that apartment complex, I'm going mink, 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 mink. I'm going to sound like that one dude from The Muppet Show. Dog, if you know, you know. But why? Just why? Uh, Teacher Bay, Mrs. Smith, y'all have any thoughts? I'm with you. I'm getting right in line because I'm about to get my licks in. Uh, like, what? I'm homeless because you decided to pop some fireworks? Like, I mean, 4th of July is over. What, what the hell are fireworks happening for? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm all types of mad. And I'm going to be like, we're arresting them for how long? No, they need to come out because they need to do community service. They about to build up. They about to work. I, there's so much they need to do. Yeah. So I'm not even going to rehash what y'all said because I agree. If you're telling me that I am homeless because you niggas want to play with fireworks, I forget what uh, TikTok video that was where homeboy walked into the car. He's like, hey, what's going on, man? He was like, you're about to get a fade man on you expeditiously by the entire crew. Why? I'm glad you asked. Do you remember this? Is and then he breaks out and he's like, because your bitch ass got caught. Now all of our women are mad at us. No, you got to get the car around the fade meal. If I'm the judge, I'm going to sit there and say, so for your misconduct, no, you don't got to go to jail. No, you ain't got to go to jail. I sentence you to all the people you displaced for you to go into a ring with them and they run the fatal yard immediately at the same time. Back to back. Yeah. No breaks. No no bells, no dings. They can tag whoever they want in, but you no, no breaks. Like that, that's just dumb. And and furthermore, again, it sounds like some some Atlanta shit people would do. And I I have fear for humanity because there are things that are just I feel like people are getting dumber and dumber by the month, by the year, by the day. 
I just hope that maybe we can get a little more intelligence. And if you're going to do fireworks, go in the street. Go to a secluded area. Go to a, a, a field. That That's all I'm saying. Just do that versus you actually having a mistake that will, you know, mess up everybody's stuff. That's some BS. In all seriousness, like, dog, you, we don't know how many of those families that got displaced have children. Right. Like, that, like, God forbid one of them children, like, one of their kids who's there gets torn up in the fire and now that kid's gone. Dog, why? why? People are just bored so easily nowadays, man. Mm-hmm. And that couple was up their pictures. Right. It wasn't like it was some young teens or whatever. Right. Like you, you are a grown ass adult. <laughs> Go watch fireworks on YouTube. Save you time. <laughs> I'm mad that y'all were talking, and the first thing that came to my mind was Friday after next. <laughs> I am a boy, Damon. You are not a person anymore, Damon. You are a grown ass man. <laughs> but dog, what what are we doing, man? Like, yeah. they gotta chill out. But what does need to chill out and has been, I won't say longer due because I have so much respect for this man. I might have more respect for this man than I do uh, Jermaine Cole, which is saying a lot. Um, the legend himself, uh, the Atlantean or ATLian, to be correct, thank you. Um, Andre 3000 has announced a <laughs> debut solo album that will feature no lyrics. He says, I don't want to troll the people. So listeners, if you don't know background information, um, Andre 3000, the Atlanta legend himself, one part of Outkast, the phenomenal uh, Hall of Fame uh, hip-hop um, rap group. Um, yeah, just known for like multiple hits and for all young and saying, I saw like a random TikTok saying that uh, Andre like Andre 3000's like, greatest hit was uh, Hey Ya. To that, I say, I to smack the lemon pepper out your mouth. Watch your mouth. Don't be disrespectful to my man. I'm going to need you to chill. But getting back to the point, he's dropping his first solo album. And for those who don't know, he experienced some time with um, the very lovely, uh, interesting, say at least, Erica Badu. And um, ever since his relationship and shout out to his, their child, um, I forget his name, but... Seven. seven. Thank you. Um... Basically, like shout out to them. He has now just been he ha- doesn't really rap anymore. He just loves music and he randomly pops up like he's what Erica, not Erica, I'm sorry, he's what Lauren Hill thinks she is. And when it comes to just being mysterious, yes, I said what I said. Lauren Hill, um, stop doing concerts if you don't want to show up on time. Um yeah, man, just Andre's debuting a non-lyric album where it's all gonna be flute. Flute music, I think I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he basically explained in an interview with NPR News that the upcoming al- album is going to be called "New Blue Sun" with no vocals. He only playing, he's only planning to play various flutes. He went on to say, "I don't want to troll people. I don't want people to think, oh, this Andre 3000 album is coming, and you play it like, oh man, no verses." He said. So even actually on the packaging, you will see it say, "Warning: No bars." It's letting you know what it is off top. And I mean, I can't be mad at that. Like, we got people making albums that I want no part of. And we've been begging for an album for years, so I will take it. 
Uh, shout out to whatever I think it was a post where it's like when that new album drops, it's gonna be um with Lizzo playing the flute and someone twerking in the background. I need that in my life. I want it. I need it. I need to see it when it drops. Let it get some New Orleans bounce music uh remix with it. Fire. Do y'all have any thoughts about this? Uh I'll start. Mm -hmm. First, to the person that said his biggest hit is Hey Ya. Nigga, you did not listen to Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music. You didn't listen to Players Ball. You didn't... Elevators! What? <laughs> Elevators is fire! Rosa Parks! Spodioni Delicious? So Press So Clean? Miss Jackson? Like, what? Bombs Over Baghdad? Like, hold on. I can keep going. Mind and you, that's just his songs. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's just... Not his features. That, that's just a single. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Life of the Party with Kanye West featuring Andre. Andre has the hardest verse, bar none. Can't debate your mama. I don't care. I will listen to that song specifically for Andre's verse. I don't even care what Kanye says afterwards. Throw some uh, D's on it remix? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Walk It Out remix? What? Beyonce. Oh, that's right. He was on Party. He likes the party. Yeah. Damn. See? Like, like whoever said that, go, go touch grass and, and get off your mama's titty. Um, so <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait. Touch some grass and get off your mama's titty. I'm gonna use that. If I was like, Mrs. Smith, you get you get you get you on the big board. You on the big board. Thank you. I saw uh, um and uh, of course, and, and I'll end off with the singles with one of his best ones, Roses. What? I still think that to this day. Um, but overall, this could me kind of gives me like instrumental album that you can play wherever you are, right? And especially for those of us who grew up with Outkast that are maybe in corporate settings, maybe teachers, maybe whatever you are, where maybe you might have some downtime, but you need to do something, you want to put some headphones in. This might be some music where you can vibe out and get some work done while you listen to it. Like, I'm with it, right? And to me, and this is just my opinion, I understand everybody wants an album from him. Honestly, I'm good with the music I already have from because there's no point in doing anything else when you're already great. You don't have a, you don't have, you don't have a, well, you have a good number from Tupac because Tupac made like six songs a day. Uh, you only got two albums from Biggie. Jay-Z had plenty of time and it took a minute to get to that point, but he's there. And then Eminem was just ridiculous. So, you know, he's, he's one of them top five lyricists hand bar none. And so if you're going to make, if, if he wants to make flute music, nigga, make flute music. The same exact way that uh, Childish Gambino reinvented himself several times. Just put it out there. I'm here for it. I always like to support the arts, but I like that it shows that Black people are versatile. Like, we don't just put us or keep us in one box. So I'm glad that he is doing something different. And I'm here to support it as well. Well, yeah, man. Shout out to Andre Three Sacks. Now, listeners, we would be remiss if we didn't take some time to talk about outlandish stories about food because I'd be fat as shit. Uh, Mrs. Smith knows my love for a certain type of food we're getting ready to talk about. Um, but this next headline reads, Cyprus, uh, did I say it right, Cyprus? Mm -hmm. Cyprus police seized $1,000 worth of oxtail raw meat during a traffic stop on Wednesday. The police made the traffic stop Wednesday when a 
a sergeant noticed packages of unwrapped meat on the backseat of the vehicle. So, uh, going further into this, a standard traffic stop in Cyprus Wednesday led to police seizing more than $1,000 worth of stolen raw meat. Houston area men Antonio Trovino and Robert Stevenson were arrested Wednesday after a, a sergeant conducted the traffic stop at, don't need the street name, but noticed a large amount of unpackaged meat, unbagged meat packages in the backseat of the vehicle, according to Precinct for Constable Office. Police discovered 46 packages of raw meat, including oxtail, steak, raw shrimp inside of the vehicle. Dog, what it that is a lot of meat to carry around. The meat were stolen from HEB Walmart Food Town Kroger's court documents show. Their bonds were set at 2500 $2, a apiece under their bond conditions. The two are ordered to have no contact with the four stores. Bruh. Mm. We really, we really, we, 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 we moving work of, of oxtails? Got the whole oxtail from the rooter to the tutor? Mr. Smith? I want to go to that cookout. Listen, they, if you telling me that these niggas got oxtail, steak, and raw shrimp, Either it's about to be a cookout or it's about to be hibachi in that bitch. Either way, I want to be there because that joint about to be fire. It is better than that damn seafood boil we saw from Homeboy with Sunny D. He 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 is a he is a menace. We need Batman. We need the Justice League. We need the Avengers to stop this man. Because if I see him pull out another bottle of uh, Sunny Delight, I, I, I swear I'm gonna be fighting the air like oh boy, Cooper Gooding Jr. Mm-mm. Can't have that. TJ Bay, what are your thoughts on all this meat? Pause. You know I love me some oxtail and steak and some shrimp. I, I mean, I don't know what they were doing with all that. I, like you said, I guess we, they were no. hungry. They were hungry, but I, I mean, I wish they would have cooked it first and then they could have invited me and would have grabbed a plate. Love me some oxtail. Nigga, you were very expensive. Do you know that? Oh, I know that. So they couldn't afford it. So I mean, they, I mean, you know, actually they were smart when you think about it. Because if you are going to steal some some meat, you got to steal the high cut, the yeah, high yeah. quality ones. Don't go in there stealing some chicken. Wait, 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 wait. Whatever. Wait, hold on. That would make sense if they didn't steal from HEB, <laughs> Walmart, Who <laughs> Town, and Kroger. Well, that's true, too. But that's the best that those stores had. Yeah. But you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, all, but, um, all I'm saying is, you would have had a plate and you would have had a to go box. What Walmart are they shopping at with this oxtail? It has to be one of the mother stores. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. That must have been Kroger. That's on the bar. That's on the board. That's on the board because that's a great question. What what Walmart are they at that is selling oxtail? Texas, y'all, y'all got the good stuff. No, man. Dog, I'm mad they look at, they put all the feet out on the hood of the car like they had found weed in the back seat. No, 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 no. They put it out there like it's a drug bust. Oh, you can see Dog. the shrimp. The shrimp is from Walmart because that looked like it's a Oh, yeah, that's great value. Oh, that is definitely great value. <laughs> that is definitely great value. But that, but listen, that tomahawk in the corner, though. 
Hold <laughs> up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Sir, let me go ahead and get that, please, and thank you. I want my shit medium with some nice seasoning, and uh, let me get some lobster mac and cheese and some broccoli on the side, please, and thank you. Yeah, that that is just ridiculous for what it is, man. Um, uh, I don't know how we transition, but we're going to we're going to go ahead and get into um, this week's topic. Um, I was uh, scrolling through social media and I found this really interesting take. Um, we'll post the link to it in the show notes. Um, this a shout out to your friend Trini underscore. Um, the title of this video is titled learning how to say hard things well. So um, just to give a quick back information. The person states, it's not about getting it off your chest, but it is, oh, scroll back up, but it is about saying it in a way that can, it can be received in their chest. Uh, Mr. Smith, play the clip. As long as I have good intentions, I could say how, I can just get it off my chest. Right. It doesn't work like that. God says, no, it's not about getting it off your chest. It's about speaking it in a way where it can be received in their chest. Mm -hmm. And in Ephesians, Paul talks about if you can't say it in a way that they can receive it, then don't say it. Yes. So if, unless you've harnessed a level of kindness and compassion and empathy mm -hmm. to say hard things well, mm -hmm. you may need to withhold saying hard things. I love that hard things well. And I just had, I didn't have that philosophy. It's like, I just need to get it off my chest. I say, <laughs> yeah. If I think it, I can say it. And then you work it. Let the chips fall yes. where they may. Yes. And God says, that's not how it works. Yes. That's not, we don't get, we don't let the, we don't get to let the chips fall where they may. Because what happens is the tone will do, do more damage mm -hmm than the truth that you were trying to articulate and communicate. That's beautiful. And you end up leaving relational carnage yeah. in your life, not because you didn't deal in truth with them, but because you didn't deal with compassion and empathy with them. Mm. So I just thought this was a really phenomenal um, thought, and I love the con conversation that they're having about that. And it made me really think about it, Like, I really like wanted to have a dialogue about this video. So I'll give my initial reaction to the video, and then you guys can give your thoughts on it. Um, honestly, I think that is a very true thing and it doesn't necessarily, I know for a lot of us, we think immediately to our partner or our significant other, but I think the whole concept of learning to say things hard well has a variety of avenues where it can be discussed and talked about, whether it's with, like say for me and Teacher Bay, our students, we can learn to say the hard things well to them so that they're actually learning. We can teach that to them so that they can communicate their frustrations without having an explosion or a, a tantrum, whatever the case may be. I think with our friendships, it helps us to grow because you have friendships where it's like, yes, you can tell each other things, but there's to a certain point before that person gets upset. But if you learn to say the things that they truly need to hear in such a way that they can receive it, then the message is received. I know there is a line of thinking where it's like, I think my father said it before. It was like, when it came to like giving a message, like eat the fish, spit out the bones, which has its merit to a certain degree. But I also think understanding how you communicate plays so much of a role because if I'm coming in wild and cussing about something that I'm rightfully upset about, the person I'm coming to is not going to receive it at all because all they focus on is, how you said it to them. And granted, there's exceptions. There's certain things where it's like, okay, cool. I get you being upset. But that's more the exception than the rule. What are you guys' thoughts? 
I'll go first. Um, I agree. I mean, it's 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 not sometimes, and I, I've I've mentioned this not only to Teacher Bay but to other folks. Sometimes it's easy. It's we understand that the truth needs to be said, but it's the way you said it, which will how it'll be received, is how the conversation will go. You could say somebody is. There's a way to say somebody's messing up without being like blunt and blasphemous. Like you just straight up like destroying their, you know, whatever. And so you can say, hey man, just want to pull you aside and as a friend, let you know that, you know, right now things aren't up to par with what you usually are. Just want to check, make sure everything is good with you. Like, what do you need? Just want to come to you as a friend. Like, that's kind of easing it in and letting you know the truth is versus being like, nigga, you fucked up. Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, sir. We got to, now we got to shoot the fade because that's, them's fight words. Um, But yeah, it's, 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 that is a talent that like how I've heard in therapy and like how I've heard and how we've heard in different conversations has to be worked on daily. Not, oh, once in a blue moon, not, oh, once in a year. No, daily. You have to work on it. It's like practice. It's like an NBA player doing 2,000 foul shots every practice or or, or three 500 layups and whatever the practice regime is. You have to keep working on it in order to have a successful uh, communication with whoever it is that you're doing. That who? Let me rephrase that. You want to do that so that way you can communicate well with whoever it is, whether it's your partner, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends. You want to be able to have that so that you can continue to have a great relationship with the person. I agree with both of you. Um, That's definitely a very uh, positive video. I like how, you know, saying it's not about getting it off your chest right then and there. You know, sometimes it is best to just let take a break and then come back once emotions have died down. Um, so that way you can truly both hear one another. Um, and so um, I, being a, a, a teacher and same with you, Brother X, mm-hmm. um, when it's parent-teacher conferences, which happen to um, actually happen around this time, you really have to practice that because, you know, a lot of times, Parents don't want to hear about those children with the challenging behaviors, but they need support. And so they they have to be, you have to be able to express that in a way that they can hear you. And so that's definitely a model that I try to follow. But yes, I agree with both of you guys. That's It's something that you have to practice on and um, it benefits all different types of relationships within your life. Like I'll give a prime example. Um, Listeners, I know I don't talk about my brother often, but um, my brother's on the spectrum for autism. And within that, obviously, there's a certain amount of care and communication that I have to have with my brother. But beyond that, I also have to understand that if I need for him to do what I need him to do, I can't allow my frustration that he doesn't quite get it or if he's not where I need him to be or to do what I need him to do. I can't come in gun blazing like if I was talking to Mr. Smith. I have to be more mindful of it. I have to try to communicate, hey, um, literally, I guess, the other brother X. <laughs> um, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. I need you to listen. I need you to go take care of this right now. 
I know you need to tell me something, but now I'm in the middle of something. I need you to wait. And taking being soft in my communication so that there isn't a hard response back to it. I think it's a good way of putting it. So I have to be understanding and soft in my words so that it's digestible. Now, mind you, you're not like tippy-toeing around people's feelings. You're not trying to do it in such a way that you're not able to advocate for yourself. But I think there's a big difference between, well, that's just who I am. I just give you two raw, real raw cut and unfiltered. Cause I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, that 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 shit is overrated. That shit is played out. That shit gets you real lonely and without people around you. Because don't nobody really want to deal with someone who's always just, well, I'm just gonna say what I gotta say. I, I know you may feel some type of way about it, but if you know I'm gonna feel some type of way about it, instead of just saying it how you you see it or you think it, why not take that few minutes, stop, think. Think again, shout out Mr. Smith. Um, take the time to process it and, and adjust it. Oh, I know a prime example. And a lot of those who understand this, that email that you are about to send to your boss or your teammate or the person you are working with that is either fucking up or not getting across or not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Before you hit that send button, you always take the time like, hey, does this sound professional? Hey, is this going to get my point across without having me end up in HR? And taking the time to filter down what the real crux of what you need from that person without, without all the extra mess, it's like making orange juice but getting rid of the pulp. Hmm. So you're, you're trying to give them the most, like, <laughs> most purest and, like, the desired result at the end. So you have to be mindful of those things. Um, do you guys have any other like personal experiences? I know teacher Bay talked about, um, about parent teacher conferences. You want to go first? Well, I just wanted to piggyback off of mm-hmm. what brother X kind of said about, um, before you send that email, you know, I'm always a advocate of if it's something personal anyway, or something that's probably going to be difficult to say, it's probably not best for you to send it through an email because again, you can't retone off of that. Um, it, it could get, you know, I'm sorry. Um, it could get uh, misconstrued. So you want to make sure that um, you just had those difficult conversations. You got it. You got to be an adult about it. That needs to be a face-to-face or a telephone conversation so they can hear how authentic and genuine you are when you do say it um, and that it's heartfelt. But if you know you're about to send something, like especially to a boss or something that's a little iffy, it can get taken the wrong way because we nobody can see the person behind the words. So just keep that in mind. True. Um, For me, I will simply state that like, I think I could take it in another way. Um, I could take it in a realm of like the personal conversation that you can have with somebody that you love, right? So like when me and Teacher Bay first started talking, there were times that I would tell her like, I hear what you're saying, but I need you to change the tone of it because it's not working for the message that you're trying to convey. And, you know, obviously, like we said, it takes work. 
and we worked on it. And then now it's gotten to a point where she's like, you know, she'll sit there like, all right, I want to get, I want to get this. I want to tell him something, something that we can work on, but I need to make sure I word it so that way he can understand the message. Right. In the same breath, I've had, I guess, I guess I could technically call them ex coworkers now. I've had, I've had them. They don't listen to this. So it's fine. Uh, I've had those folks say things like, oh, well, I'm just being me, so they're going to listen to what I got to say because I'm da 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 And I'm just like, well, but are you? Because, you know, shout out to me and Teacher Bay's devotions. Are you above our Lord and Savior? Are you above Jesus Christ? Are you above God? Because those are the only people that can say that to me. That and my parents, because my parents brought me in this world and they can take me out. <laughs> Outside of them... Nah, you can say all you want, you queen, queen, whatever. But to me, you it really makes you look like a nobody, right? And I even take it one step further. Shout out to my to, to my brother Red Wolf, who a long time ago, I probably was maybe I a freshman in college or a sophomore, whatever. We were sitting at the house chilling, and he just he said, I'm gonna tell you something about how I matriculate through life. He said, I just, I, I, I be quiet and I just listen to conversations. And you learn a lot more from listening than you do talking. And he said, the loudest one in the room is always the scaredest one in the room. It's always the one that doesn't really have what they say they have because they have to, they have to always say it out or, or, or put it out or, or, you know, yell it out or whatever so that people don't ask questions and really drill down to what's going on behind closed doors. So when, you have those experiences of saying like, oh, well, I want to talk to you about something. And they go, do you know who I am? Well, I don't do that. I don't, that's not who I am. I'm me. So you want to talk to me in a different way. It goes both ways. Exactly. It, street. it goes both ways. So if you were telling me all of that and I give you that respect, <clears throat> I want that respect back. If you cannot give me that respect back, then that lets me know that there's not much more we need to discuss. Because once you lose the respect, it's like trust. Once you lose that, it's kind of hard to get that back, bro. But um, no, personal experiences, like I said, I'm I, I, sorry, I can't touch you two because I'll be thinking about y'all when they come to parent-teacher conference night and they'd be like, oh, no, nah, my son, my son, he do real good at home. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, um, little Nino be throwing paper planes at kids' heads. Does he do anything at home or plays? No, he got a toy plane back at the house, but he just look at it. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Well, do you know he's also failed? You know, you gotta, and I know y'all gotta word it cleanly. But it's like, do you also know he's messing up in his math? No, he's not. We've been working on it all the time. Do we oh, so that's do, why it's wrong? I'm about to say, do we or do you be working on it? Because when he gets homework, it's great. When he goes on tests, it's trash. When he does a classwork, it's trash. See, that's why you can't fail at that. I've observed I have observed Johnny during class time, and I have noticed that he is needs some support with his math homework or his math, you know, his classwork. I gotta go. I, go. I have started to notice a trend in uh Sarah's behavior when it comes to certain yeah. subjects that we cover in class on a daily basis. And I believe additional communication and support for Sarah will help further her growth to be able to be productive 
in few for uh, future activities. What are some strategies that we can work on together here at school and at home? Dog. So that way he is consistent. Hey, listen, hey. y'all hearing these gyms that these teachers are giving y'all? Because shit. Dog, I kid you not. The funniest thing I've seen on television, I know this is slightly off topic. Not television, I'm sorry. On Instagram, there's this newscaster who has a husband who asks her to say certain professional things in the anchor voice. Jeanette Reyes, I know exactly thank, what you're talking about. Thank you. Oh my goodness. If you want to understand saying the hard things well, it's done for jokes, but phenomenal. Just, just look her up on Instagram. You'll find her hilarious. But I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna put one and then we can move on. I'm sorry. When he said, How do you say I'm not the one in anchor voice? And she did the time and said, and they and they logged on to www. I am not the one nor the two.com. Fam, I lost it. I was like, that's comedy. That is comedy. Hilarious. But um, honestly, I think that we all kind of seem to have like at least some experience with it. I think the best way to kind of help the listeners kind of think about it, suspend it forward is what are some things or what are some ways you think you can implement it moving forward that you aren't already doing? Well, okay. I, I, you know what? Yeah, like I said, the way you worded, I was like, oh, the last part, well, I'm not already doing, but I am doing it. So I was like, ah. But I, I'll say, understand the i'll say party because i don't know if it's a loved one if it's family if it's work or whatever understand the party and how they receive news and then work to tailor that news to the way that they can receive it right and and you guys's aspect of teaching all kids are different one kid you could say hey you know Johnny, you might want to pick this up a little bit. You got a 79, but I know you can do a little better and he'll get it. But you can't say that to the other kid because they might be a little bit more, they might need a little bit more of a push, but in a softer tone. So you got to kind of learn the partner. Kind of with the way of saying uh, the, what's the, the mantra? Oh, listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to right. respond or reply. Right. So as you're listening to the person, look at their body language, look at how they're talking, look at how they're conveying it. That way, you know how to respond in a way in which they say, you know what? You're absolutely right. That actually makes a ton of sense. Not getting defensive because defensive listening is definitely a thing. And when they get defensive, that's when, you know, you've lost the whole conversation. So learn the per- learn the party's listening traits and apply it in your conversations to where they both of you guys can or both of you can. uh achieve what you want to achieve in a positive environment. I'm going to take what you said a step further. You said how to listen to, to listen to understand. I'm sorry if I misquoted, but I think to flip it to the communication side of it, communicate with the intent for the person to comprehend. Mm. I think that could be the, the, the flip side of it because if the person is doing that to understand but if the person is not communicating healthy and in the proper way, the comprehension is missed. So you have to be able to communicate in a way for them to comprehend what you're trying to get across. Uh, Teacher Bay, did you have another way you, you, you might try to implement it? Yeah, I think I'm going to add on to that is you really need to make sure that you acknowledge. That's what we really want to hear, right? Acknowledge the person's feelings. 
Exactly. Um, that way, you know that you've listened to them or that they know that you have, yeah, right, that you have listened to them. You acknowledge their feelings, you know, whether you don't agree or not, but they're a person, they have feelings. This is how they felt. And then that's your turn to kind of say what you have to say. And then it should be a reciprocated kind of thing. Um, but everyone wants to be heard. Um, we all have feelings. We have to be sensitive to that. And then I think if you go into any conversation with anyone and take that um, into consideration, everything will be fine. I would like to say that you should also just be mindful. It's not always just about the tone. It's also your volume, right, mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Smith? Oh, oh, wow. I didn't know it was getting personal. I wow. didn't know <laughs> um, <laughs> big uh, SUV uh, <laughs> no, backing up and rolling over somebody, but we're not talking about it. Now we work on it, and he, you know, he points that out too to me, you know, so that way there's things that I can work on. But yes, sometimes your volume can also play a part in your body language. Those gestures and stuff might say a whole lot more than what you're saying and you know I'm very big on your actions should match your words so I'm like well yeah you saying this this is just with anybody in general you're saying this to me but yet you're doing that so it's like do you really believe what you're saying so you want to just make sure that's going hand in hand but we definitely implement some of this I think we can moving forward and we already have so yeah and I'll kind of sum things up I think as I reflect and think about myself moving forward with all this I think just continue to, I think it's a word that I use with the boys mentor group that I work with at my school. I think it's intentionality, being intentional with your words and your actions that you're doing things with a purpose. When you are communicating things, you want to communicate it for the things that we've already said, for comprehension, for understanding, for their, the actual message to hit home and for the person to understand, but being intentional I think that's what I want to make sure I do. I'm intentional about taking that extra pause, that extra moments to breathe, to cipher through and filter through the large amount of words that are in my head and filtering it down into a cohesive message with proper tone, proper understanding of the situation. And sometimes, which is really hard too, like I think they said in the video, sometimes learning to not say it. If I can't say it in the right spirit, in the right tone, hey, it's something similar. I think me and the culture science have used before. I believe that I cannot communicate something right now that would be productive to the said conversation. So I'm going to stop right now so that it doesn't create mi more misunderstanding. So I think that's healthy in a multitude of ways, not just with that. And I think like with my students, just continue to be like, hey, I know that you enjoy being around said student. But when you are around said student, your ability to focus and to participate in activities or exercises or the lesson is lessened, lessened so that you are now less productive and now you're putting yourself at risk for getting in more trouble or losing out on opportunities to be active in class. But I think that leads us to a transparent moment where it's like, to take, take a lot of what we said, take those moments to pause and be like, okay, Am I really communicating in the most effective way? Am I saying this because I want them to get to the emotional level where I'm at because I'm upset? Or do I want them to that, comprehend what I'm saying, digest it, and be able to 
reflect on it in a way to like, hey, I think I need to add this here. I need to change this. Or I don't know if I necessarily agree with this, but I understand where this person's coming from. Just continue to be intentional with your communication skills. Um, but on that note, I think we're going to go ahead and close out today's episode. Um, you can always hit up hit us up on our social media at the TNT Pod one two three on Twitter, Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, Truth and Transparency Pod on TikTok, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on YouTube, and you can always hit us up in our email at Truth and Transparency Pod one two three at gmail.com. For Mr. Smith, for Teacher Bay, for the coach of scientists and all of our love our uh, fans and supporters. Um, if this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, we are forever grateful. They are forever grateful. And as always, in the immortal words of my father, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Peace. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ham, hog, maw, chicken, turkey. <laughs> yeah.